0: Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So over the past few weeks, I've been proposing that our purpose in life, put most simply, is to give glory to God. And you've probably noticed that a lot of the prayers in our Mass affirm that. Many of the prayers are about giving glory to our God. And so Mass, of course, is a very important and unique way that we actually do that, that we live out that purpose. To be a saint is simply to be someone who lives out this great purpose someone who gives glory to God. A saint is someone who shows the rest of us that it's actually possible. (laughs) And that's the underlying message of this celebration today. All saints, that we're all designed and called to be saints. That's our greatest purpose. If you take nothing else away from today or from this homily, hold on to that and sit with that. When was the last time that you consciously thought about becoming a saint, honestly? It's amazing, isn't it, that this is, this is our deepest, most profound, most significant purpose in life. But in reality, many of us probably don't even entertain it as an option. We don't see it as a possibility for our life. And, and here I think is part of the problem. Thanks, Alex. Saints are often portrayed like this supernaturally gifted, super perfect, superhuman in a whole other kind of league from common people like you and me. And and, and some of them are superhuman and super gifted. That's a good thing. I want to take nothing away from that. But sometimes we focus so much on the extraordinary gifts, on the miracles, that we overlook the fact that being a saint is not so much about what you do or what you produce, but it's about who you're becoming, When we come face to face with God, that is all that we have to give to God, who we've become. Everything that we've produced, everything that we've done will be left behind. So today I want to talk a little bit about what makes a saint a saint. And I hope that as I do that, it will dispel some of those ideas that, that kind of put sainthood out there somewhere sainthood might be for Anne, it's not for me, you know, I'm not quite in that league. I hope today we recognise that it's possible for each one of us to be saints. Here's the first thing that a saint does. A saint personally accepts the forgiving love of God. You see, saints weren't always saints. They had their own story. They had their own wounds and their own pain, and their own sinfulness. The thing about saints is that they take responsibility for their story. They don't play the victim. Saints don't blame others for their story. They don't hide their wounds under the rug. Saints don't try and justify their poor behavior, but they own it. Saints don't keep secrets. They, uh, they allow their wounds and their pain and their failure to humble them and to open them up to the healing love of God. We've got this image today in the first reading, the book of Revelation, very end of the Bible, very symbolic book. And um, it's an image of the, of the saints uh, before the throne of God. And the saints are holding these palms, which were a sign of victory, And the victory that they're they're recognising, of course, is the victory uh, over death. The victory uh, of, of their wounds being transformed into life. Now, how is it that these saints had experienced this victory? Well, the elder goes on to say, they were victorious... Their death had turned into life, their wounds had turned into life because they'd washed their robes white again in the blood of the Lamb. In other words, they'd received, the saints had received the forgiving, healing love of the cross. A saint is simply someone who has the love of God flowing through them. Someone who is welcomed The love of the cross, not just once, but over and over again. In this day and age, we want everything now, don't we? Or yesterday. (laughs) But the saints, they don't think this way. The saints are, are, are willing to be patient. The saints are willing to trust in the process of healing. That the process of salvation. That's why we keep coming back to the Eucharist. Because we know that we always have more that needs to be healed, more that needs to be transformed by the blood of the Lamb. The second thing that saints do is that they embrace fully who God says they are. And of course, we touched on this last week. St. John says, think of the love that the Father has lavished on us. By letting us be called God's children. And that is what we are. That's what saints do. They think of the love. In fact, they think about it so much that that this love uh, sort of finds its way deep into their, their souls, it, uh, as they ponder this love, as they wrestle with it, as they open their hearts to it, uh, they receive it so deeply that it, it, it becomes part of their identity. It, it, it brings them into a whole new reality. This love that they've received, it convinces them that the greatest value has been placed over their life. The value of being a child of God. Sons and daughters sharing in the very life of God. For, for saints, this, this reality is more real than any other reality, any other circumstance that they experience in their life. The reality of being a son Or a daughter of God. The third thing that the saints do is that they put first things first. You see, because they know who they are, they know what their life is about doing the will of God. And this is where the Beatitudes are so important. You see, the Beatitudes help us to realize that doing God's will is first and foremost. It's an attitude of the heart. It's not so much about what we produce. It's about adopting the attitudes of Jesus. Jesus is saying today, when you make these attitudes your highest value, then you will be truly happy. And happy is not a great translation here. A better word is blessed. Jesus is saying Blessed are you when you recognise your profound need for God. Blessed are you when you are tender-hearted and forgiving towards others. Blessed are you when you recognise that everyone else is as special and as important as you are. Blessed are you when you are single-minded about doing God's purpose, God's will, a purpose that's bigger than yourself. Blessed are you when you let go of your concern of how you look in the eyes of others. When you let go of your attachment to power and to pleasure and to worldly comfort, then you will experience the blessedness of the saints, the the, the kind of experience that can only come from being In union with God. That's the message of the Beatitudes. You see, living out your deepest purpose, being a saint, is not beyond your grasp because it's not about being special, it's not about being perfect. In many ways, it, it happens in the in the ordinary, in the everyday. I can think of some people in our community here at St Benedict's. They're not extraordinarily gifted, but they have this deep openness to God, and in the, in everyday, uh, simple, ordinary ways, they, they they live out this beautiful generosity towards others. They have this great care for others. Are they perfect? No. Uh, Do they have issues that they're struggling with in life? Yes. (laughs) Are they saints? Probably. Do they realize it? Of course not, because that's what saints do. That's when you know it's a saint. They don't realize it. I'm sure there are plenty of living saints among us, and many of them, of course, are out of the spotlight. We, we would never know. But, but why aren't there more? Why aren't there more saints among us today? Well, there's one key attitude that, that I wanted to just mention briefly today. This attitude seems to be a real stumbling block on, on our path towards sainthood. The attitude goes something like this. I can do it on my own. See, the word we would use to talk about this phenomenon, this approach to life, uh, would be individualism. It's it's that tendency to to go alone, to trust in our own instinct, in our own wisdom. That was certainly my experience for the first twenty five years of my life. I grew up with quite a solid faith, but it was very personal. I didn't. Uh, I was never part of a youth group. I, I I didn't uh, commit to any faith community. I kind of, you know, I just sort of connected in uh, wherever and whenever it was convenient for me. I I navigated my own path. It wasn't until I made a decision to really invest in a community, to commit to that community, to, uh, to go outside of my comfort zone, that I really started to experience... God's transforming work in my life. You see, God flows through relationship. That's that's who God is, and, and God has always operated through some kind of community. St. Paul says that the church is not a building, but it's a body. Christ is the head, and we are the parts. And the only way that we can realize our purpose is to uh, live out our faith uh, with one another as parts in relationship with one another, depending on one another. That's when the body can be a body. None of the saints that I know of were formed in a bubble. You see, they were all in some way part of a, of a living community, connected in relationship. And it was that, that those relationships that helped to mould them into saints. There's something that God can do through commu- committed community that he, he cannot do in us as individuals. Because that's who God is. God is a community. God is communion. God is relationship. The great sadness in all this, of course, is that in in many ways we've failed to put our best foot forward as a church. And as a representative of the church, I want to apologize for that. For all the ways that the church has failed to live out her, her mission has failed to be who she's called to be. At St. Benedict's, we're we're working hard to to create a community that that really does uh, enable people to discover and to live out their purpose, to to give glory to God. We want to be a community here that's vibrant, and that's warm, and that's accepting, and genuine, and and most importantly, a community that creates saints. That's why we're not so... um, uh, 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 we don't put so much value on trying to fit our mass into that magic one-hour slot, you see, because our focus really is about feeding and creating saints, This is not the kind of community that you would choose if you just want to come to Mass once a week and, and kind of keep the status quo. We, our purpose here is to grow together in the love and the life and the mission of Jesus, to become saints, regardless of our past, regardless of our present circumstances. If that's what you want, I want to encourage you to, to invest in what we're doing here, whether it's online or in person, I want to encourage you not to be passive, not to rely on your own instinct, your own wisdom. Don't try and do it alone. Let's let's be humble and let's be brave as together we, we journey into the fullness of life together with all of the saints. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.